special gross-out shout-out to Intel for sending the worst of the worst M1 clickbait out in the form of a completely dishonest set of talking points where they literally bait-and-switch comparisons over and over again, up to and including putting the ultra-low-power M1 up against a white-box Intel configuration. Not only is that the baddest of the bad looks, but in light of the performance differences per watt, it is just an utter credibility destroyer. And for someone like me, who still uses an Intel Mac, and who wants to see Intel not only survive, but thrive again, because that's what's best and most competitive for the entire market, please, very kindly stop. It is embarrassing, like mom or dad on the lawn in their underwear screaming at the clouds, embarrassing. Just fix your drama, fix your process, and ship better chips already. Signed, A Grateful Industry. Sponsored by Ting. Before we get into the drama, only a small percentage of you watching are actually subscribed. So do me a solid and hit that button and bell so we can build the biggest and best community in tech together. We've gotten used to all the phone leaks over the years. Ever since an iPhone walked into the bar back in 2010, our internet feeds have runneth over with every stock market manipulation, industry insider report, biz pub spoiler alert, and Twitter thirst trap imaginable. But with Apple now shipping their own custom silicon for the Mac, we're now being inundated with all kinds of cheap chip leaks as well. Because back with Intel, there just weren't any real surprises, not positive ones at least. Intel would announce their roadmap well in advance, all the lakes, Lake Lake, we'd find out the process shrink and performance weren't anywhere nearly what any of us hoped, including Intel. And then we'd judge Judy tapping our watch.gif gif, wait impatiently for the Mac specific versions of those chips to finally ship, the ones with the right embedded graphic options or whatever, usually months and months later, usually the same day that the Mac shipped. Rinse and repeat. For years. And that's why, in a very real way, Apple's Mac roadmap was bound to Intel's chip roadmap, or rather, dragged by it. And now, in the age of M1, it isn't. Not anymore. Not at all. But we're only at the very early stages of this now for the Mac. We're at the ultra-low power tip of the proverbial silicon iceberg. The M1 is the first in a series of chips that'll include more massively multi-core versions of current 11th generation architecture, and even more impressive versions with next generation, 12th generation, and beyond architecture, chips like M1X and M2, or whatever Apple ends up calling them. And unlike Intel, Apple doesn't provide roadmaps well in advance. They don't provide roadmaps at all, not beyond extrapolating the power draw on what they originally presented effectively as a Bezos graph. And that leads to a ton of thirst and a ton of thirst traps to trap it, to take advantage of it, to pull those views, subs, and follows. That includes anonymous Twitter accounts that never provide any accurate original reporting at all, and the various blogs and videos that repeat their fanfic because it not only gives them an excuse to thirst jack the trap in the first place, but to post a follow-up correcting it whenever anyone with an ounce of sense or integrity points out just how wrong it is and how wrong it was from the very beginning, aka the double thirst trap take back combo attack. And right now that includes a bevy of fake benchmarks around the M1X, which is expected to be in the new 14 inch and updated 16 inch MacBook Pro and maybe a higher end space gray Mac mini and entry level iMac as well. Also just straight up clout chasing link bait 
on the potential performance of M2, which is expected to be in the next generation MacBook Air and other ultra low power follow-ups to the debut models. Now, yes, benchmarks leaking aren't exactly a new or novel thing at all. Some popular benchmark apps fail to disclose that every time you use them, they upload all the results to their own servers and post them all over their public websites, a practice that has burned many a reviewer ahead of many an embargo, and a fact that lets a lot of people with very little ethics perpetuate fiction, just distribute fake benchmarks as real, basically for the lulls. But with M1X, there's really not much in the way of mystery anyway. Apple has been doing X's and extra versions of their chipsets for almost a decade now. First, the iPad, most recently the iPad Pro, basically taking the chip that debuts in the iPhone, adding more performance cores, graphics cores, maybe memory, slapping an X at the end and calling it a day. So it's not hard to imagine an M1X will be an M1 with extra P cores, G cores, RAM and Thunderbolt controllers. And maybe, just maybe Apple will fiddle with the base frequency to goose single core performance, but maybe not even that because Apple has said that they'll happily exchange a little frequency, even industry-leading performance for better efficiency, as in battery life, every day of the week and twice on keynote days. So it's also just as likely as not that it'll be the same exact M1 core, it's just many, many more of them, a much more massively multi-core version for much more massively multi-core performance. And sure, there absolutely could be some surprises, but my guess is those will be in the fine details, not the broad strokes. Likewise, Apple has been updating their silicon architecture and IP every year, on the year, for more than a decade now. So just like M1 in the MacBook Air, entry-level MacBook Pro and Mac Mini is based on the same 11th generation technology as the A14, the one in the iPhone 12, iPhone 12 Pro and iPad Air 4, the M2 in the next generation of Macs will almost certainly be based on the next 12th generation technology that's also coming in the A15 for the iPhone 13 or iPhone 12 or whatever Apple ends up calling that. And it'll be the same kind of performance efficiency and beyond compute unit improvements that we've been seeing in the last few years as well, give or take the occasional generational leap. And sure, that is nowhere nearly as sexy as saying M1X benchmarks leaked or worse, calling it confirmed based on two fake leaks or two reblogs of the same fake leak. But here's the thing, it's true. And even though we live in the decade of super high affinity and zero accountability, trust is still a commodity that is incredibly hard to earn and just as incredibly easy to spend. And when people are burned by a click, they're inevitably less likely to click again. So spend your credibility and your attention wisely. Your money too, also save it. Because if there is one thing that we know for absolute certain, it's that these new next generation Macs will not be cheap. So start with your cell phone bill, because if you want only a little bit of data or all of it unlimited, Ting has the perfect plan for you and for your family. You can get talk and text for just 10 bucks a month, data from 15 bucks, five gigabytes for 25, unlimited from 45, whatever you need. Just go to renee.ting.com to check out the plans and see how much you can save. You get access to the best nationwide coverage in America on pretty much any phone, from the iPhone 12 to the latest Galaxy S21 to all the flips and folds. And you can keep your existing phone, keep your existing number two if you want to, because the next generation of Ting Mobile is here. So seriously, go to renee.ting.com and see how much you could save and get $25 off. Just click the link below or go to renee.ting.com and get $25 off. And clicking on that link really helps out the channel. For more setting bad takes right and just fixing all the clickbait, check on the playlist above. I go through everything and just analyze the real from the fake from the really fake. 
So click on that playlist and I'll see you in the next video.